Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. Last week, I promised that this week's show would be fun. And with Rocky Detweiler, author of The Samson Effect, joining me today, I know it will be just that fun. Longtime readers may recall that we shared Rocky's story in our January-February 2017, yep, 2017 edition. Rocky, welcome and thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you. It's great to be here again. (laughs) Appreciate it. No, Cheryl today. Right. Last time you came, Cheryl was with you. Correct, yeah. there's Yeah, there's only one river, Robin Hood, I think, and so (laughs) (laughs) so she's happy to have me come and talk about those kind of things. Yeah. Hi, Cheryl. (laughs) Sending you love. Um, How are you? Great. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, I'm doing really well. You're one of those. Even on your down days, you're fantastic. Oh, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you for saying that. Every time I talk to you, you are up. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. So recently, you and I've had the opportunity to to have a couple of phone calls. Correct. With your schedule and my schedule, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, busy people. But you have been sharing with me about... All the opportunities you've been given recently, well, just not even just recently, probably in the past several years. Yes. To fulfill the call uh-huh. of service. Correct. You know, we're called in, in Scripture to serve, just right. as Christ served. He came to serve, not to be served. Yes. And we're called to be servants. And you have shared some of the most unique stories with me about different ways that you have been able to serve. And I said, Rocky, come share those with our listeners. Thank you. Not not to toot your horn, right? But hopefully to inspire mm-hmm. others to find their own unique ways and their own unique niches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some thoughts on that too because it was acts of service, I believe, what this is called today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, you know, it's interesting as you just said, acts of service. I started thinking about my life, and I was thinking about how's that shown up, not just on the river, which we'll talk about, but it shows up when the neighbor needs help with the trash can, right? It shows up when, you know, the little lady drops something on the floor at the restaurant, and it's difficult for her to bend, and you grab it, and it shows up when you get the door for her, or for, you know, for someone who can't get it on their own. It shows up, you know, when you're traveling, and, you know, it's a long time, and you let somebody in when you're driving, right? And you want to get there faster and you have to slow down a little bit. Access service shows up every day in our lives, but I, I think we're in a really fast moving uh, world. And so we miss a lot of opportunities if we slow down and we just be, just kind of think about how, how can I serve? And it, it shows up all the time in our lives every day if we're really looking for it, you know, very interesting. It's absolutely true. Yeah. You know, recently you, something you said sent me off, you know, rabbit trailing yeah, long time listeners will go, oh yeah, great. She's rabbit trailing again. <laughs> But you and I are friends on Facebook. Yes. And recently you were traveling. I was. And somebody picked up the check. Yes. Oh my goodness. So that was like the coolest thing ever. I was actually with my wife and my mom and we were at a Texas roadhouse and we go to pay for the bill and someone picked up the check for us. And I look at 
my mommy sitting across the table and I look at Cheryl and I get someone picked up the check and and they're like do you know who and I said no like this is really cool like did we order enough? I'm kidding, but like, no, like what happened? That's like really amazing. Wait, we need to order it, dessert. I know that was so like just the fact and, and it was enough for me to kind of snap a picture at the house and post it because it meant so much to me to have someone, you know, do that. I just, I don't know. I think that acts of service also fall into the line for me of gratitude. I just feel so grateful, you know, for everything that I have, right? Like that was for me was a moment of, I just feel so grateful that someone did that for me, a total act of service on someone else's part. You know, and it's so funny. I think when we do even the littlest things. Yeah, the penny, when you don't have the penny and it's 20, you know, 24 cents and you, I just need 26 cents or whatever and you, and you don't have it and someone gives it to you and you're looking on the floor all around and the neighbor behind you just like, hey man, here you go. Thank you. It means so much. I had to break my dollar for that. I love to, (laughs) yes. I love to open the door for people at the post office. And usually I say something, you know, funny like, right. well, now you can't say that nobody did anything nice for you today. Right. But it, but it's as much for me uh-huh. as it is for them because it gets those happy endorphins going and I feel better about myself. I feel better about the day. There's just something inspiring about doing even the smallest thing for yes. someone. Yes. I have to tell you, it's so funny. Years ago, I started picking up pennies in parking mm-hmm. lots. Yeah. And no, I'm not broke. But I have a baggie in my car, and it's got, in permanent marker. It has pennies from heaven written on it. And I pick up those pennies, and I throw them in a jar at home, and they're donation money. It's the widow mite. Oh, they all add up. It's so interesting you share this because, so, I mean, for the longest time, I would be anywhere. In fact, I was I was in a car lot with my nephew the other day. And I mean, I don't know how old this penny was, but it's old because it looked rough. And I, I picked it up. And every time I pick one of those up, I just go, thank you, Lord. Right. That's yep. kind of what I say. Yeah. But I think I like your idea because I'm one of those guys that I will pick up the penny, the 10 cents, whatever it is, if it's on the ground. I like, wow, I just think, thank you, Lord. Even if it's just a small penny. Well, it's I've been not doing mine. that for years. It's but not I like mine. Your it just idea. goes in a bag. And then if somebody no, needs cool something idea. or if somebody's taking up a collection, yeah. you know, the firefighters with the boots, you right. know, I just open that bag and just yeah. dump it. Oh. And, and, you know, and add my own to it but you know yeah. it's it doesn't cost me a thing right all i had to do is bend over so yes folks if you see up. me out being the crazy lady picking up change in the parking it's lot okay. that's what i do yeah with it, is it's it's not great place for it to go too absolutely so you we have talked a little bit you've alluded yeah. to uh-huh. the riven robber robin hood yeah. let me say it right Riv, river robin hood say that fast yes. three times yes. you probably can yeah <laughs> so for our listeners who are not familiar with your river ministry right let's talk about that okay yeah sounds great so i i reached out to sandy because i thought you know i just want to share with her what's what's been happening and uh we hadn't talked for a while and so for the past uh four years it really started back in 2019 and i'd already been diving the rivers anyway so I've lived in Arizona, I've lived in Washington, and I've lived here mainly, uh, those three different locations. And so whenever there was a, a body of water, since I was a little boy, I was in it. So I swam, I grew up swimming in ditches and, and dirty ponds and canals, like dirty, like you couldn't see if you put your hand underneath the water. And so for me, just being in the water was a true love. I love being underneath the water, so I've always had goggles and snorkels and things. And so obviously as I got older, I would spend more time in, 
you know, rivers and, and lakes. And then as I, you know, got to a place where I could get to the ocean. Um, but, you know, I would say in 2019, it really started because I'm diving in the river like I would any other day. And there's a spot in the river that actually is pretty dangerous. In fact, it's the same exact spot that they found the gentleman uh, or the person a couple of weeks ago. If you so saw you're talking the about the Boise River. Yeah, this for, is the Boise River. From out of the yeah, area. so this is yeah. the Boise River here in Boise. Uh, but there was the same exact spot. Uh, they found a body in the river. And this is where I found a prosthetic leg in the river. <laughs> so I've never found a prosthetic leg before until then. And when I first saw it, I'm looking at this, this leg and I came back up to get, you know, uh, some air because I was down there and I have to hold my breath and it's in a difficult place. So I got to watch where my legs and my hands are because it's up against a stump in the water and lots of stuff goes against it and it's in a current. So it's a pretty dangerous place. Obviously, it's dangerous because it, uh, someone died there. So uh, and I come back up, get some air and I'm like, I'm processing. Did I just see what I saw? I go back down and I pull this prosthetic leg out of the river with the sock and shoe still on. <laughs> so I take this thing home and I, I i'm kind of thinking like what do i what do i do well i decided to find the to find the companies that make these and i remember going to it was dennis and i don't remember dennis's last name but i go to a men's uh prayer breakfast and lunch and i'd see dennis there every once in a while because he couldn't always make it, but he worked at a prosthetic leg company and i started thinking oh dennis worked at a place like that so i reached out to this you know this company i said hey i found a prosthetic prosthetic leg in the river and they're like what did you find a prosthetic leg I'm like oh my gosh because yeah, well, they don't give those yeah, away no they don't the they oh no they don't they said why don't you bring that thing in so i brought it in they pulled off the serial number they tracked the owner down and the owner calls me and so i'm kind of thinking ahead Hello, i'm thinking did you lose your leg yeah yeah <laughs> so he's like you found my leg i said i well, no, actually, they called him and let him know. Then he called me and he says, so you found my leg in the river. I said, yeah, man, I found your leg in the river. So I got that that piece on video because then I started video at th- that time. And I'm at this at this time, I'm thinking, you know, this is interesting. Well, wait, channel- wait, before yeah. you go too far, I got to ask. Yeah. How did he lose the leg in the river? Because, you know, I, I have a, yeah, I have I was a brother-in-law get to that, spot that too, God, God actually. rest his soul, yeah. had a prosthetic leg, and I just cannot imagine. Yeah. You know, I of course- How this happens. Tommy, Tommy's was, was computerized, so <laughs> I know what they spent on that leg, but I cannot imagine- losing your leg yeah this i mean you know what a good he, he's just like any of us right he wants to have fun he's on the red bridge which is behind the albertson's corporate center and he jumps off the bridge and his leg pops off so for those people who know that area my guesstimation by just the river alone it's maybe a maybe a mile it's, it's, it's quite a ways uh so that's how far it floated before it got caught up where i found it wow yeah and he's like, you. the guy, Steve Dent, says, you found what in the river? I said, uh, a prosthetic leg. And he's like, oh, my goodness, we have got to do a story, man. He's like, yeah. So I come down, and then I have the owner come uh, of the leg come down, and he does his story. So this is the first time that 
and now this is the this is the genesis of River Robin Hood. So Steve, in in the you know two minutes that he did, says I've lost my car keys and my wallet and my in my phone. I lose it in the river. When you lose stuff in the river, you don't get it back. He and then they pan to me. But there's this guy and he's in the river. And when he finds something, he gives it back to the people that lose it. He is the Robin Hood of the Boise River. He's the Boise River Robin Hood. So. That's where the name came from, is the media gave me the name by finding the prosthetic leg and giving it back to this guy. I love it. Yeah. That's that's good. So the next year, okay, so the next year, I get a message on Facebook that another guy lost his leg in the river. So this is now the second prosthetic leg that I'm going to go look for. So I go down to the river and it's at the Friendship Bridge which is there by BSU. The can it's like behind the um the zoo and then it connects to to BSU side. And so it's it's right in the river and there's somebody up on on the bridge and like I think it's in here and so I jump in and I go down and I find his I find this guy's leg. And so he shows up right during covid so so it's 2020, right? Nobody supposedly you're not supposed to you know, like get be within six feet of people. And when this young fella shows up on the bridge, I'm on the bridge, and I have his leg. He's just he's he starts crying. He breaks down, and now I'm breaking down, and we hug. It's like there were two long lost friends that just met for the first time. Like and it was really an emotional moment for us, and it was like a really epic moment. This young man a year before. He's in a car accident, loses his legs, uh, his leg, excuse me. And so he waits 11 months for his leg, gets it, and then floats the river and then loses it. And so I had some friends that were floating with the group at the same time. And when he lost it, you you would have thought your mom died. It was the worst case scenario. This guy freaked out on the river, maybe the wrong choice of words, but I mean, he panicked and he had a breakdown on the side of the river. Well, you would. You, would, but, you but, lost a leg. But, but he clearly hadn't yes. had it long enough to realize that that water, that cold, yeah. makes, your, makes your stump shrink. Yes. So then it the section doesn't hold. Yeah. Quite, that's... That's terrible. It's sad, and I'm so glad that you found Thank it. Thank you. Cause, Me cause too. That's a I'm, new lease on life. But I am. you have you brought it because we do we do photo teasers on uh-huh. on our social media. Yeah, you brought in some. You have lots here. You have yeah. cell phones. I do. You have um, a I do. speaker watches. I got I got, t- I got ten thousand dollars in just uh, prescription sunglasses that I have right here. T- at least if you lost it in the river. You can uh, I might have $20,000 in just like, you know, prescription glasses. And then I've got easily probably $30,000 or more in just phones that I found. I can't find the owners, you know. It's really, it's anyway, so, I, you know, I know it, it, we could do the picture, but for those who are watching, I have a decent size. I have probably 600 glasses. <laughs> that I found, and I keep them. I keep all my gl- uh, now. Some are really super bad. I probably throw those away, like they're broken. But every time I find something, I have this very doppel doppelganger personality. I just like it's Christmas for me, and it doesn't matter what day it is. It doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter when I'm in the river. I find something. I am super passionate. I'm fun to watch. I, I watch I, myself, Sandy, I, and I I'm realize like, that this is a Christian radio show, yeah. but I'm sitting here and I'm I'm fighting the laughter because I'm <laughs> looking in this one tub in front of me and yeah. there's a flask in here. Yeah, there's a flask. Like, you're on here's the a, river. Here's a pair of Daisy Duke shorts, right? I mean, how do you <laughs> lose your shorts? How does that happen? And I mean, I, I found probably 
20 pairs of shorts in the river like and i throw them out 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 of the river on the sides or sometimes i happen to bring those home i anyways it's like i i find i mean i like i found scooters like scooters in the river and bikes and bike locks and i got all there's just not too much i haven't found i found casts guns yeah Oh, yeah. They're sunglasses with daisies all the way around. Them. Yeah. So let's kind of shift gears here yeah. a little bit because yeah. you wrote a I book did. called The Samson Effect. Correct. So I, we're going to get a little more serious here. Yeah. Although the diving in the river thing is, is always fun. Thank you. But I want to talk about The Samson Effect because okay. it has had a great impact on so many. It impacted your lives. That's where it came from. Correct. So let's talk about that because not only do you have the book, but you do motivational speaking based on the Samson effect. So what is the Samson effect for our listeners who are unfamiliar? The Samson effect, yeah, I I really do highly recommend getting it if you can. Uh, The Samson effect book is uh, transforming lives with the power of words, and I myself have transformed my life in many areas. I've I've transformed it uh, spiritually. I've transformed it uh, physically, emotionally, uh, spiritually, and for sure, you know, with with my relationship so from a single guy to having a an amazing wife right so i i think i have the secret on how to find the right one and it's in the book but yeah we wrote the book because of where i was in life i had lost everything and was in a very deep dark place in life and you actually lived in a treehouse i did i lived in a treehouse I mean, for, for a very cold year it wasn't like a mild winter it was like i remember dry like i woke up one morning was super cold and like it was colder than normal. And I remember driving to work because I worked at the Russell Brunson office off of Vista and the reader board read negative five degrees, right? And in Boise. So I'm living in a treehouse nine feet above the ground. Yeah. So anyways, I did live there for a year and did a couple of basement apartments for a while. So yeah, when I lost everything, I really, yeah, I didn't end up homeless, but it was pretty close to it. You know, and I had to rebuild my life. And so how do you transform in, in life's darkest times, right? And right. and so that's kind of, that's what I, not kind of, that's what I had to do. I had to rethink about what I'm doing. We just heard River Robin Hood. Well, that's what I do for fun. That's all like the fun side. But then the business side is we wanted to create and develop something that we can empower, uplift, encourage, and change lives. And so um, this happened just a few years ago. We were in New York City and we met... We met Jamie. She's a producer of a very large show. And and so we're in this room with entrepreneurs from around the world that are there to get in front of the producers of the biggest TV shows in the world. Yeah, they're, they're the shows that people you know would watch. And anyways, because if people can see you and they see who you are, right, you, you can reach some more people. And so that was our goal. Well, this lady said, you two are, you're a really good looking couple. You should do this together. So we took her coaching. And so for the past- You know, she was talking to Cheryl, right? She, yeah, <laughs> she like, was. Sorry. I just got, I just ended up into that little batch. But yeah, we, we ended up doing it together. So we've been doing it together. Yeah, we've been doing the power of words together and it's been very effective. So it is very, I'm sorry. It's like, Sandy's burned me twice today. That's nice. Uh, uh, <laughs> Once I forgot, what did you say again? <laughs> I don't even remember. You said they were a good looking couple and yeah. I said she was talking to Cheryl. Yeah, she was. Right. Oh, for sure. Oh, there's no question about that. Yeah. So yeah. you do, you you travel all over the place. Again, we're friends on Facebook. So I get to kind of, I get to live vicariously oh. through some of your travels. <laughs> Thank and you. you travel every, you were in Greece earlier this year. Uh, it actually wasn't Greece. It was Chile. Chile, okay. And that was a missionary trip. 
Yes. And, you know, so if I could, if I could speak to the audience for just a second, I think that can either, you know, there are choices that you make in life, right? I wish I could talk to a young audience to have them think about this. But we have vision boards, right? Now, we've heard about vision boards. We've talked about, you know, dream boards. But we actually do our best to live that. So we put the pictures up of the things we want to do, places we want to go, how we want to serve, what we want to give. And and we, we live that life. So my business doesn't run me. I run my business, right? So I'm really clear about that. So in the past probably seven years, my wife and I have easily traveled a lot more than most people go yes. in several lifetimes. I'll, I'll second you know, that. Yeah, we and we and you know, if we're going to go do business somewhere, we're actually going to go there, do the business, but we're going to hang out and stay and have fun and enjoy it and and see what this world has to offer. For all the good, God created a pretty amazing place. It's not just in the backyard of your house, right? I mean, there's a lot of cool places in. In, in just Idaho, right? If you just get beyond our borders, there's so many beautiful places. And so we, we want to experience as much life as we possibly can. It is fantastic. It's, it is. It's fun to watch. You guys you guys go do some of the wildest things. <laughs> we do, wow, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. Wish I was younger. I'd do that again. You know, we were on this missionary trip, and meanwhile, we so uh, on our free day, it's just the day before we leave, and we're, we go over to the Chilean coast, which happens to be one of the top surf areas in the world. Now, we're there in their fall, so there weren't a lot of people on the beach, but in the summertime, it packs out like any beach in, uh, you know, in LA, right? And so, um, I'm, I'm thinking, man, I want to get in the water. I want to get in the water. <laughs> I didn't get in the water because we're with a bunch of other lovely Christian people and, and it just wasn't the right timing. But I'm thinking, man, I want to go. And I'm not a surfer. I want to, I want to dive. I want to go see some cool, right? But no, it's that, that thing that pulls to just experience life a little bit, right? That's, you know, I, that's, you and I have the same philosophy. If we're going to travel for work, yeah. we might as well see what's there. Absolutely. You know, my poor husband has been a road warrior for most of his adult life. Oh, okay. And never, almost never went to see the sites. Yeah. Didn't stop at the historical turnouts. And, and a couple of years, well, just before COVID, he had a job in New York. And I said, please, we'll never go. That's not a place we'll ever go visit. So take an extra couple of days. Yes. And and he had such a great time. He's like, why haven't I done this my whole life? And I said, I don't know. Maybe you needed a wife that encouraged you to yeah, do those and, and, you know, things. I'm so glad that you said that to him. But I mean, if you think about it, right? I mean, we're, we're in a fast-paced society, as I said when we first started, right? That people want to go there and get back, get there, go there and get back. And they don't smell the flower, so to speak, right, in life. I'll give you an example. In, in uh, January, we made a trip to Alaska. Yep. And so that trip to Alaska was a business trip. And because we were called up there to do a leadership speaking event. And so anyways, it was uh, amazing. But we took the extra time. You took, And it was fun to watch those photos. Thank too. you. I love that. So Rocky. How can listeners find out, learn more about your River River Robin Hood? Yes. Or the Samson Effect and having you speak. River Where? Robin Hood, you can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and follow. I'd appreciate that. I'm easy to follow. And then uh, it's actually powerofwordscouple.com and the Samson Effect. So that's how you can reach me. That's I love it. So 
and your your website is yes the power of words couple and the samson effect.com okay fantastic you're welcome thank you so much for joining yeah, me it has been, been wonderfully great, wonderf- fun wonderful i knew treat. it would and <laughs> i learned you. stuff thank you folks you can still go back and read rocky's story by going to our website christianlivingmag.com and under the past issues tab scroll down to january february 2017 it's right there still waiting for you to come read it And I know I've said it a lot lately, but here I am saying it again. Christian Living Spotlight is now a podcast and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and TuneIn, just to name a few. Be sure to subscribe today and never miss an episode again. That brings our time to an end for this week. We invite you back next week when we have a special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.